All right, folks, welcome back to another rendition of the Chirpin' Yodi's Emergency Broadcast System. I am your favorite, Tyler, hosted with Stathead Grandy and Chase. My main man, Chase, excuse me. Boys, uh, how are we doing today? A very eventful day in the Twitter sphere, of course. How are we doing? Pretty mixed. Pretty mixed. On one hand, uh, it's tough to see Kemper go. It's tough looking at the state of the team right now and the mess this roster is. On the other, wow, asset, just incredible. Well, don't spoil it yet. We got to get into it. <laughs> yeah, it was a crazy day for sure. Um, as far as you know, the NHL is concerned as a whole, it was popping off pretty good all day. Pretty much a frenzy of everything. Um, as far as it's Coyotes related, I'm excited. Uh, uh, losing, you know, some um, stuff that we already alluded to with Garland in the last episode, and you know what we're going to talk about with this emergency pod. But um, it's all building blocks for the future for sure. Seems like we're loading up on picks and what's going to be a extremely deep draft class from what Grandy and others have told me about and filled me in about. So. Um, got lots of picks coming up, so uh, couldn't be more happy with the direction that GMB is going out with the old and with the new type deal. Um, but, uh, it's uh, easy. Yeah. What I thoughts, want to go Tyler? to the D-backs front office and say that's how you do it. This is what you're supposed to do. This is exactly GMBA is doing, as I think Granny said, a master class effort. I mean, he did what he's supposed to do already. Already he's he set out to acquire draft picks and rebuild the team, something that it can't be easy. I mean, to get rid of fan favorites and know you got to, you know, take some ire from fans. But you know what? I mean, I truly have the utmost confidence. And I don't know what it is. Like I said, maybe I drink some Kool-Aid or something. But I really do. And with that deep draft class coming, I I think we may become the team that we've always wanted to be uh, here in a couple of years. But getting there will be rough. But it's kind of like going to a dentist, you know. And you, you know your tooth's got to get filled in. But when you do, it feels great. So... Uh, let's start with, uh, looks like Ranta signed with Carolina for two years, $4 million. Sounds like a pretty good deal for him. Uh, hopefully he does real well out there in Carolina. Big fan. I just, his injury history, you know, as we've said before in this podcast several times. But one that kind of hurts a bit, and uh, it's bunting with Toronto for two years, 1.9 voice. Let's, uh, what do you guys think of that? Honestly, the second he said he was testing free agency, I think I figured he was Toronto-bound already. He's from there. He's the local boy. His head coach in juniors was Sheldon Keefe. His GM in juniors was Kyle Dubois. Like, he was going to Toronto the second free agency opened. It was no great secret. Um, And good for Toronto and good for him. Uh, Toronto might have just replaced Hyman's uh, output with Bunting if Bunting can be part part of what he was here. Um, He was going to be overvalued by the fan base because he shot 26%. No player in the history of the NHL has shot 26% throughout a career. Um, There's very few that have shot above 20%. He was going to regress to the mean as far as goal scoring comes. 
but being on an, um, a line with Austin Matthews and William Nylander more than likely should keep it somewhat intact. Solid. It's kind of like a, almost like a Josh Doan homecoming with Bunning going to Toronto. Sounds like I didn't know the, the details of that. So that's pretty cool. Good for Toronto. Good for them. Chase? Yeah, I mean, uh, he was obviously, you know, one of those um, fan favorites towards the end of the year, obviously, once he got called up and everything like that. Uh, his story is a pretty good one. Um, you know, he's spent a lot of time down in the minors and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, to see him have some success and lead to probably where he wanted to go um, in Toronto is pretty exciting. Um you know, he's obviously going to be with uh, Matthews up there. Another, you know, Valley favorite, Valley raised kid that we're hoping someday will come back down home. But, uh, you know, I'm excited for him. I hope so. If he's, if, I mean, it's probably the best place for him to flourish given, um, you know, the, the high skill that he's probably going to end up playing with. So uh, good for him, man. And then speaking of uh, high skill, we have Connor Garland, Vancouver. Five-year, $24.5 million. What do we uh, – I mean, that's a good deal for him. I think that's some pretty good money. I think he's worth about that. I'd say it's pretty fair for all parties involved. But do you boys have any things you want to elaborate or you want to keep on rolling to the good stuff? Honestly, I'm just happy for him that he got security. Um, I wish him the best of luck in Vancouver, but it's a new era and it's a new leaf for the Coyotes. Yep, I'm the same way, man. I wish him nothing but the best. Um, like we kind of alluded to, you know, reading his comments um, about, you know, we'd, we'd never know what it was going to take for him to stick around, and he was down to be around the rebuild. That stings a little bit. But um, like you said, he got security up there five, five years, um, just under $5 million per. So great deal for him, and I'm sure he's going to tear it up up there as well. Yeah, I look forward to uh, seeing how well he does. I'll definitely be cheering for him, no matter what team he plays for. Really good kid. Definitely deserves it. Works hard. Plays good hockey. Uh, so lastly, we have Goligoski going to Minnesota. Uh, one year, $5 million. Another. Uh, I mean, do you boys have any extra? Uh, another hometown boy going home. I mean, it was really for him as simple as that. And nobody else was willing to pay as much in a single year as Minnesota was, so made sense. They lost two good defensemen. He'll slide right in and replace one of them. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, that's pretty much uh, sounds the uh, the main part of that. The UFA stuff's kind of come to a close, but now it's time for, I guess, my personal biggest heartbreaker. Not that I didn't love Garland, but Kemper was definitely my favorite player um, of the team. Current Coyote, of course. And, uh, I mean, we got an amazing package back. Don't get me wrong. I'm extremely excited, especially for you to tell us about this Timmons character. But just seeing him play for somebody else, at least he had a classy exit, but it's going to be hard. I'm going to miss him. Um, So to get into his details, we get Timmons, 2022 first-round draft pick, which is great. I mean, that class is supposed to be really stacked. And a 2024 third, but he must play 50% of the playoff games if they win the Stanley Cup. And we're also retaining a million. Um, Chase, let's uh, let's hear your eulogy for Kemper's time in Arizona. Yeah, I mean, obviously, 
Um, you know, Kemp's is a great tender. He did run into a little bit of the injuries towards the end of his tenure here, but, uh, you know, solid player. Always liked hearing him speak. Um, seemed like a great guy off the ice as well as, you know, a fantastic goalie on. Um, I think my single favorite memory from him is probably, uh, you know, chucking him with Kachuk when we played the Flames that one night. That was, uh, you know, the highlight reel for me. Yeah, threw um, him down. But, uh, you know, he did lead, yeah, he did lead us to, um, you know, that um, first round playoff berth since we beat Nashville in the play-in type thing. So, um, you know, did have some success here. Put him up. Sad to see him go, but uh, you know, what pretty much he's not going to end up re-signing here. He's not on our timetable. Um, makes it a little bit easier to you know swallow that pill. Um, but I'll be following him along in Colorado, um, cheering him on because he is one of my favorite players as well. And I What's hope they can go grab a cup. Well, honestly. We're not going to be competing for the cup next year. I hope Colorado takes it. I hope Kemper wins it. I think that would be really special. Um, they're going to be the team I cheer for along the side, even though they're, yeah, I know they're a division rival now, and I know that might sound wrong, but we're not going to be good. I mean, I want to cheer for a team in the playoffs. I'm going to cheer for Colorado as a result because Kemper's on there. Um, he was an amazing goalie who carried us through three years, essentially. Um, and the way he left, he spoke nothing but good about everything about here. The fans, the stadium, the arena, the coaches, the players, just all love from him. And you love hearing that, especially after Garland ripped us a new one on his way out. It just it feels nice having that happen. Um, come back to me. We'll talk about the return. So come back to me after you give your thoughts. But, uh, but yeah, what's your eulogy for Darcy? Oh, man, I, I, huge fan. I mean, my cousin, again, I've mentioned a couple times on the, on the pod, really cool puck signed by him. I wish I could have got it in person, but still getting one is, is still one of my favorite pieces of my collection. Sits right next to my Doan puck. Uh, classy exit. I mean, the dude just exudes class. That was, despite what happened behind the scenes, I'm sure, you know, there may have been something here or there, but he still left on a high note, spoke well of us and the fans. I mean, as you said, especially after Carlin ripped us a new one, it was nice to see someone really exit in that way. And yeah, I'll be cheering for Colorado just for Kemper. Uh, really, I'm be cheering for Kemper uh, in the playoffs this year, and I hope that he does secure the cup because if anybody deserves it, he's definitely on that list. Um, and the, and the Hall, I mean, as heartbroken as I am, the Hall has been absolutely fantastic. I mean, GMBA has absolutely set us up to just dominate that next year's draft, and I just I almost wish I could fast forward a couple of years to see the results of this. That's how it's like a kid on Christmas. I'm just ready to see us become hopefully with the plan in place uh, what we're supposed to be. So, all right, go ahead and give us the details, Professor Grandy, if you wouldn't mind. Well, the details of the trade is thus. We received their first-round pick in 2022, which it's going to be a late first, and if 
we get our way and Kemper wins a cup, it's going to be 32. So, I mean, it's a great draft. It's, it's an okay pick. If it's a first-round pick, it's got the first-round pick designation. You'll get someone there, especially in a draft as deep as this. Um, the third-round pick conditional, if Kemper plays 50% of all of their games, both regular season and postseason, and they win a cup. If it comes to us, fine. It it undoes us losing value with the first round pick from them dropping to 32. But if it doesn't, it doesn't. I'm not expecting it to. It would be nice, but I'm not expecting it to happen. And then my personal favorite piece of this prize, Connor Timmons. A six foot two right shot defenseman, which is critical. Righties are hard to find in the NHL, especially ones with size. And he plays, he's a really good skater, he's a good puck mover, he has some physicality to him and some defensive ability, he still needs to grow a little bit more into that, but he looks like your prototypical right-handed top four defenseman. And I don't know if he'll start out on Chikrin's pair, but I think that's a, the goal right now is that he'll eventually be there. Um, I don't know if Timmons is still considered a prospect, but probably shot to the front with uh, Gunther. He's probably right there, like one and two with Gunther. It's, he's that good. He really is, to me, the meat of this trade. Um, and it's going to be nice to watch him develop with this team. It's going to be nice watching him play. And that's something we haven't gotten yet from any of these trades is somebody that's going to play this year that's a part of the future. Which is cool. So, I mean, especially if yeah. you say uh, if he's the meat of a trade that includes a first-round pick, I mean, that's got to be something. I mean, I look forward to uh, the prospect not, pool party. Real quick, I'm not sure if everybody would consider him that. That's just what I personally consider it. I liked Timmons. I liked him a lot. He was what I was hoping for this whole time with the Colorado trade. I think we were talking about that. Yeah, I so, think so. Um, but the other thing that this does to us, kind of the uh, unsaid detail, there is five centers in next year's draft that are considered top-line number one centers. Beautiful. This draft, or this move, all but guarantees we get one. Um, I'll take that. It's going to be one hell of a tank-off between us and Buffalo. Hello, 2015. I'm just about to say that exact thing. I was just about to say that. Um, Really, right now, it looks like us, Buffalo, and Columbus are kind of angling to tank. I think us and Buffalo have the upper hands right now, and it's going to be a it's going to be a tight race to the bottom. <laughs> but oh boy, <laughs> I, I, we don't need the first overall pick. We don't need lottery luck because this is a deep draft. If we can guarantee ourselves no worse than the fourth overall pick, we're in good hands. That's I'll what we that. need to do. We need to make sure we are no worse than the fifth overall pick at the absolute worst if everything breaks wrong and we lose every pick in the lottery. 
So that would be about the third worst team. That's not too <laughs> I bad. Think, I don't we'll win some games. Be... What's that? So at least we'll win some games, I guess, to be a third. We'll have a couple wins here and there. Not a total <laughs> loss, right? I think we're going to be closer to one. It's going to be tight between us and Buffalo for that worst spot. Right now we have the upper hand because Buffalo still has Eichel, but that could very easily change any moment. Another emergency pod. Um, it's just Carter Hutton. Bless him. He has not been a good goalie for a while. I can't imagine he comes here and he plays behind this team and becomes a good goalie. This is you not. Never know. This is not going to be a good team next year. How Coyotes would it be if he did, though? That'd be the most Coyotes they could ever do if he would come here and all of a sudden have a resurgence. It would. If that were to happen, I'd bet you would you think he's traded halfway through the season. Yep. (laughs) Oh, for sure. For sure. So, you guys have anything you want to add or any questions you want to ask about the return? Uh, No, you you closed it for me, personally. Nailed it on the head, man. Um, Yep. I, uh, you know, did do some research into Tim and saw that he played a good chunk, um, you know, with the Avs last season um, after you had told me that, you know, he had sk- laced up and skated and uh, after, I can't remember who had gotten hurt, was it Gerard that you said? So kind of uh, looked that up and uh, nothing jumps off the page or anything like that, but uh, obviously when you're um, stuck behind all those solid, crazy good defensemen, you're you're going to have to have a situation like that happen to get some playing time. So he should be able to come in and get some, some quality minutes for us. I, I would think pretty much from the get go from what I'm seeing. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to see him for sure. As young as he is, I'd be shocked if he wasn't top four immediately. Yeah. Um, I'd almost expect him to be with ghost despair to start. Maybe we put him with chicken though. Yeah. So, but our top four, our top four will be some combination of Chikrin, Ghost Despair, Strawman, and what a lineup! What a lineup! <laughs> uh, Strawman, oh boy, Strawman, Ghost Despair pairing could be trouble. That's kind of why I split those two up. Could be trouble. It could be a secret to Takey, but I'm not <laughs> sure. I want to watch that. Oh boy. oh boy! Well, you know what? We always have Warzone to play after games, so we'll be okay. We'll be okay. We'll we'll Hopefully. be taking out a lot of frustration this year. We'll oh, be going for sure. A lot of liquor. Not yeah. buying Chell either. I'm not buying Chell this year. I'm I'm good. I'm gonna wait. <laughs> We're too bad. I'll wait. Skip a few years. But if that's uh that's the wrap on that, let's get into a couple of uh, key free agency signings. Fine <laughs> <laughs> key. Uh, well, we got one that I'm really excited for, legitimately. Um, we have Lane Pedersen. He was traded, sorry, as a little more trade. Excuse me, I misread my own notes. Um, for a 2024 fourth-round pick. Woo. Uh, I'm just going to gloss over that one, unless anybody has anything particular to say about Lane Pedersen. Obviously, he wasn't part of the future, so to get a fourth back is awesome. I'll take that, yeah, why not? Uh, then we have, actually, this one I am legitimately excited for. This is one I'm, I'm looking forward to. It's Liam Kirk giving us a three-year deal. I couldn't see any details. I, I looked, but I, I couldn't find anything. Entry-level um, contract, probably about 750 i I'll take that. I mean, it's cool, especially 
coming from Arizona, as we all are, seeing a small market hockey kid kind of blossom and grow is just awesome. It's great for Great Britain or England, same thing, whatever. Go Chelsea. Uh, so it's, it's good for that. Um, excited for that. And then we have, I'm going to butcher this, Ryan Zingle. I don't know. I need a pronunciation guide ASAP. Uh, one year, 1.1 million. I really don't know much about him, to be honest. Good middle six, bottom six type forward. He'll probably play second line for us, but that's too high in the lineup for him. Although he's put up stats before playing that high and has actually been traded for quality at the deadline as a result. So honestly, that's probably the goal with him is to play him up, see if he succeeds, and trade him at the deadline. Yeah, more second round picks, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Let's get them all, Thanos. Um, and I think that's pretty much everything. I don't think I'm. We mentioned Carter Hutton already. Otherwise, I'd mention him. I didn't put his number amount down because I was like, yeah, it doesn't matter. I don't really care enough. <laughs> he's for tanking, so I'm not gonna. Yeah, like I said earlier, he's essentially our tank commander. He's the guy that's there to make sure we get that high pick. I wonder if that's the agent with how his uh, signing went too. Like, all right, remember why you're signing this contract? To tank and only to tank. Yeah, we're not trying to steal games for people. <laughs> but players will never tank. Let's get that clear. Coaches will never tank. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, we'll give it best effort, of course. But GMBA did his job in setting this lineup up to be pretty awful this season. It's going to be bad. I was looking. We have one expensive fourth line that's projected to be our fourth line with Louis Erickson, Andrew Ladd, and I think it was Jay Beagle at center. And it's like, oh, oh, that's it's almost as much money as our first line with Jaskin, Keller, and Schmaltz. It's... It's like, oh, that's just, that's, it's gonna, yeah, buddy. it's going to take some getting used to going back to the 2015 mindset. It just is. And it's going to take that for every one of us. It's going to be tough to watch the product, but we'll be doing it every night this upcoming season. All for the fans, right? <laughs> Watching and writing down the notes, it's going to be a blast. We picked a really good year to start a hockey podcast. Oh, hey, we we did though because I mean this was one great off season for us. Yeah, that's true. We've had what two emergency pods, and then we had a really good draft pod, really fun expansion pod. So yeah, I mean it is a good time to start one. It's been fun. Chase, any closing remarks on uh, anything? Liam Kirk, uh, the trades, anything you want to? No, not really. Nothing that we haven't already touched on. Um, obviously, I'm excited with all these building blocks coming in uh, for the future. I um, feel like I've already beat that one into the ground pretty much, but it just seems to be uh, amazing that we keep on pulling you know, this much capital out of um, assets that we had to give up. So um, like where it's headed, uh, time will tell. And as always, thanks so much for tuning in. Um, to one of our shorter episodes as uh, you know we definitely had to address the Kemper thing um, but yeah thank, thank you all and thank you boys thank you
And from all of us, the Chirp and Yodis, be sure to uh, subscribe, follow, uh, download our episodes. We'll be reporting on anything major. Uh, this should be the last pod for the week, bearing any castle movement, I hope. Um, but yeah, until then, we'll see you guys next time.